So as I was in the process of editing part two of this interview with Timmy Britt, we learned that the father of Timmy's writer's children is in a little bit of an unfortunate situation. He he needs a new liver because of long-term undiagnosed type 2 diabetes. They unfortunately were completely caught off guard by this news and there is a GoFundMe for him which I will link in the both the YouTube description as well as the description on all the podcasts and sites if you happen to be listening to the audio portion of this but I will also give you the website right now as I'm talking to you you can go to gofundme.com forward slash help dash dad dash get dash a dash new dash liver or just look for help dad get a new liver on gofundme and look for the gofundme created by rachel and don bell i know money is tight for a lot of people right now because of the pandemic but please if you are able to donate to this gofundme please please do so thank you How's it going, everybody? And welcome to part two of the Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod interview with Timmy Britt. We really hope you enjoyed the first episode. If you haven't already listened to it, please go check it out. It's available as an audio podcast as well as a visual podcast on YouTube. So you can watch the video interview as well, or you can just listen. You can download the episode on your favorite podcasting app and listen to it there. Without wasting any more time, we're going to get right into it. Here is part two of our interview with Timmy Britt. Getting better in 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 in, uh, in Toronto in your province or what is it Ontario province? Yep. Yeah. Right. So, just Friday they lifted the third level of your restrictions, right? Yes. Yes, they right. did. They, uh, we now have some indoor dining. And uh, look at I, you! I was excited. We got I got to go to the movies on Friday for the first time in like uh, seven months. I, actually, I haven't <laughs> been to a movie still. That's great. I've been thinking about it. Yeah. No, movies are some. <laughs> What's that? People can go out to bars again. Yes. Yeah. The movies is something I did. And it was, it was sort of a Disney film. It was Black Widow, you know? Yeah. Disney. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. made sure I got into that. It's uh, all Disney now. Disney owns everything. They own, <laughs> own you. They own the book. They own it all. They hey, man. I mean, if, if they want to give us a boatload of money for this podcast and work for <laughs> I will gladly. I'll make sure I put in a good phone call for you. I'll call Goofy. <laughs> Catherine. Can you come out of the hole for a minute? Yeah. Listen, could you put a little email out to Goofy and Dopey? They're my two contacts. Goofy and Dopey. Yes, please. Yeah, yes. sure, Timmy, I'll do that. Thank you. <laughs> no, honestly, if, if if you two have dreams that you want to do as far as the podcast, it's a great dream. You're touching so many people, and the more people listen. But you guys have got a lot of cool things to talk about, and and it's all above board. Like, I know that, like, you can clown around, and I've heard your shows, and you guys get a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> I don't even know how Disney lets you eye to eye on things. 
<laughs> I don't know how Disney gets let you get away with some of it, really. But I don't think anyone from Disney. I don't think has heard it. They will now. They're going to now. Because the Disney people and Universal people have all reached out to me through podcasts, and it's all connected. And so they see me, and now they're following me, and now they're seeing me here with you guys, and me telling everybody I can't wait to be here because I love you guys, man. Yeah. Like, seriously, Catherine, work out something with these guys. Like, you're looking for somebody to help you with the book sales overseas or in another country. You got two ambassadors right here that have both read the book and are big fans. Let them get some of the, you know, make it work for them. Make oh, it yeah, I've, I've, I've got a Twitter account with 6,000 followers that I've been plugging the book on. So, oh, thank you so much. But you got to make some money out of it. Like, like, the book is something for everybody. It's a product. And so, the more people read it, sure, in the big picture, we'll all make out okay. But get a slice of it. Don't let me run through this and take it all. Like, there's a real great story here that she wrote. And if you guys can help get me into Canada, then there's something in that for you. And I need you to know that, okay? Yeah. We're friends. I've and been, if, well, I wouldn't just do that to you. It's no way. I've yeah. been telling people about this book for since I got it last week. And like, oh. I know, I know there's, the, I have a few friends who are like big Disney uh, people like me. They go every year as well. Oh. And she wants to read it. And then someone who's never been to Disney, I told her one of the stories that's in the book. And she's like, wow, I really want to read this. And it was, it was the one, it was chapter nine, I believe, the one with, with the girl who, where you're at the, well, the aerial the show. No, the aerial oh. show. Oh yeah, little Becky. Yes, oh, my God. yes, yeah. Becky, where she where she oh. talks, and that she was just... so. Yo, I lost it there. That was like yeah. my first experience with real magic happening in my life, and I was not man enough to handle it. It was too much for me. It was so beautiful. I broke down on stage, and I was three days on the job. They could have fired me for that, man. Yeah. Like I had snot bubbles coming out of my nose as I'm running backstage so that the guests didn't see me. I'm passing princesses, man, with snots running, and and then my manager just. Gives me a napkin, cleans you up. Get a hold of yourself. She yep. said, you know, th there's magic happening out there, and it's not as much now for people because you're not out there with it. Get, get your stuff together and get out there. And I never forgot that, you know, just hold it together because that little girl was so happy that mm. I didn't know that she couldn't move or she hasn't spoken or anything like that. Like, she was sick that sick. I don't know. I just met her, and I barely got the same thing to her. Like, she just kind of, like, you know, nodded a little bit. That's it, man. But I could see she's a bit shaped with all the tubes and everything. When she turned and said, thank you, Timmy, I said, oh, you're very welcome. I didn't think her mom screamed. It was such a high pitched scream that I thought that somebody, you know, she was hurt somehow. It sounded like painful. And I was taken back. I just went white, you know, and her husband stopped. Up. Instead of going to her, he came to me. He was worried about me. It was adorable. As it turns out, it's a weird twist of fate. There was an older couple in the row behind that now when that happened who remembers this. That woman then went on to send her entire family to Walt Disney World years later. Catherine Bell was one of those people. And so Catherine Bell didn't know that. Nobody they didn't put it together. There's only wow. a year difference, really. Like her mom, her mother, Diane, went every all the time. Yeah. And and mm -hmm. so she when she told them the story, she was like, we were there. We're the ones that moved the things. We saw that happen. And then when they put it together, I said, well, but in the meantime, this one, Catherine wrote this letter to Disney World after coming to my classes that was so well received and so well written, honestly, that it went right to the top. And they pulled me in the office and gave me a spirit of Disney World for some of the things that she wrote about. And I thought, what a great writer. If I ever want to tell my story or write my memoirs, you know, I had an inkling back then in animation because I had NFL films and Disney animation. They're kind of cool jobs, you know? Yes, and, they uh, are. Very cool. Yeah, I got real lucky. And honestly, I got super lucky. But if I needed a writer, I was going to look her up. And I wrote her a letter and thanked her and said, if you could ever, if I ever do anything for you, let me know. 
turns out years later I help her friend her her stepson rather she gets divorced and remarried and her 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 son-in-law I guess that would be right my my stepson Dustin Dustin yeah it's his dream just like you know your dreams to work at Disney so we get him on his way we train him up we get him ready and he's working for Universal right now he's actually drawing characters in the park drawing characters of people so we're super proud yeah it's a great and, and but it was like 12 years I didn't hear from her and then she called in a favor. See, it's all about the favors with this one. You need to get back in the hole. Me and the boys are talking. No, no. I'm going to get in so much trouble for that. If you only knew how much I love this girl, yeah. Plus, she's going to poison my food or whatever. Here, Jimmy, have a cheeseburger. And he was never heard from again. I don't, I don't volunteer as food taster. I'm just putting that out there right yeah, now. Yeah, there you go. Right, right. See, Ocho's smart. And Josh is too sweet. Don't even do it. So I'm glad you know, it, you know, it's 14 years later. We after we we reconnected, we started writing the book, and I wrote this chapter about the, the Little Mermaid Theater and this girl yeah. and how she, you know, the the magical things that happened. And and my dad, my stepmom were reading it. You know, they kind of gave us encouragement all the way through. And my stepmother says, "I remember this. We were there." And <laughs> that's amazing. That, it all came full circle. Yeah, it's almost as magic. if one way or another, I was going to find Catherine one way or another. Yeah. Not only is it magic, but you know, in in Walt Disney World, you know, it is a small world after all. Yeah, right? it is. What a great thing to say to ah, good, good, good. That's a great point, Josh. <laughs> because she's in Texas and doesn't know that I'm a Cowboys fan because I'm from Philadelphia and I didn't really talk to her about it. I mean, she was just a guest, really. So when she says I live in Plano, which is really five minutes from the stadium, I'm like, <laughs> yes. And we're going to write a book and the rest of the world is going crazy because of the pandemic. The timing is right. And to finish it just at the 50th anniversary is really special. I, I cannot the- wait for that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have. I'm I'm just going to miss you. I'm flying down as of right now on September 30th. Because oh, you're going I, soon. Oh, yeah. I, I have a, I have only a one night hotel booked right now for Disney to stay on on property. But then after that, you know, I will be staying for almost two weeks. Yeah, I was going to be doing all the I made sure that I'm there for the 50th celebration. Everything starts on the first. And then, of course, for the Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. The people that work so hard on Halloween Horror Nights, too. Like, if you're a fan, I don't know if you've ever been before, Josh. Have you ever been to Halloween Horror Nights before? I I, I go every year. Okay. (laughs) And. I, well, I try to go every year, even last year when it got canceled, but then they came up with uh, what they were calling it HHN life because they opened up two or three houses. I still went. Yeah, I wow. still went. So you're into, so you're going to love the Epic Parks, the Universal's open because there's one part wait. of it. There's one part of it that's the history of Universal movies. And I'm talking Dracula yep. and Frankenstein. And they're going to build their castles in their villages and stuff. What do you see? Like, like it's in the works. I can't say for sure they're going to. But the word is in that there's going to be a, a retrospective park just for the old movies. But, I mean, imagine having dinner in the in the castle Dracula one night. And, you know what I mean? Can you just yeah. imagine? That'd be amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So Universal's really going all the way with that. And Disney's answer to that is going to be the Avengers Park, which is coming to uh, – to Florida, which would be really great. I, I'm here in Texas. That would be huge. Oh, really? Are they able to do that now? Well, they own Marvel, so they're going to build. Uh, I know they own Marvel, but there's always there's that contract with Universal, right? It's up uh, this year. Now it's up. Oh, is it? Because I know yeah. I, I always thought it was just. It was only a 10 year deal, and that's up. Yeah, oh, Hulk's got to okay. go. The Flash has got to go. Interesting. Well, Flash interesting. is DC. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Hulk and Spider Man and everything. Spider Man, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thor and all that. That'll be interesting. So, but I got to be honest with you, Universal and Disney, they're friends. They're not enemies. Like everybody thinks, oh, one or the other. They're both amazing. Yes. I mean, 
people work for both of them all the time. It's it's a it's a it's an industry that needs the world's best. Like you're not going to go to Disney World and see something go, oh, well, Universal did it better. No, they're both done as best as can be done. Yeah, like Disney and Universal spare no expense to bring in the best artists that they can. I've seen them. I've worked with them. I'm telling you, these people are brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yes. No. I mean, I mean, when I was on the the Hagrid's ride, uh, was it last year back in October? I remember seeing the mural going past, and I was like. <gasps> Timmy Britt worked on that. Timmy Britt that's worked right. on that. And that's all you get was that little bit. But that thing goes around that whole building. There's a part of that mural where you're going backwards on the roller coaster, so you can't see it. If you were going the other way, you'd see it. But that is the part that the birds are flying into. I didn't paint it. The team painted it. You know, I gave them <laughs> some directions. But from the ground and with, like, a microscope and, like, some binoculars and walkie-talkies, yeah, we step-by-step did it. Because they couldn't see. They were too close to it. And I was far enough that I could see. So you needed both sides of it. Yeah. But they, they didn't need me that much. They were great. I'd go and do other things, come back, and they'd have whole sections done. Uh, they, the Misfit Toys, I called them, because they just <laughs> a bunch of scraggly people from all over that never did this before. But I believed in them, and they believed in themselves, and they ended up winning Roller Coaster of the Year for 2019. Nice. And they had the largest hand-painted wall mural on this side of the Mississippi. Well, on that side of the Mississippi, because I'm in Texas now. <laughs> but it's a 17,800-square-foot mural of a forest, the Enchanted Park. And it is so beautiful and breathtaking. I'm glad you got to see that, Josh, for just a minute, you know. And I'm glad you thought about me, man. That's really, like, I'm really flattered with you guys. I love you guys, man. So yeah, what's no, next? It. What are you going to do to, like, promote something? Like, isn't there something that you guys in Canada that really need some help that maybe you guys can just say something about? I'm telling you, I'm telling you the answer for you two is just a little bit of service and gratitude and watch just a plethora, just an ocean liner of a boatload of good fortune and success and abundance from your way. Because it is a two-way thing. You have to keep it moving. You can't just take and take and take. And you can't just give and give and give. You have to be able to do both. I'm not very good at receiving. Like, I don't want to – when you say nice things to me, I get all like, yeah, I'm going to cry. But yet I'll do it to you all day long. Like, you can cry, but I – yeah. I got to tell you, in the the book that Catherine wrote, there are some stories in there that aren't really super magical. Like, there's one chapter where I'm looking for a tree to drive my car into, you know, like, figure – but there's a point in everybody's life where they get there or they think about it or at least, and uh, it's never the answer ever. The answer. But I got real close and it changed a lot for me, but I couldn't, even that wasn't enough. I needed the little kids at the Ronald McDonald house to put all the pieces back together. And that's the truth. So if you read that story about Melody, if you look on the crayons, they did a drawing for that. It's funny. A lot of people Melody. Melody. I, I actually wanted to bring up Melody. Melody was one of the uh, heart, a heartbreaking story for me when I was doing that. Yeah. It was and, brutal. That was one of the chapters I read last night, actually, at like Dude. three or four in the morning. I was like, oh, man, this is hard. This is hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to put you through that. And a lot of people would put the book down and not pick it back up. But you've got to hang in there. You got to going through life, that. man. Yeah, that one. And, and honestly, the one about 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 Louie, that one hit me, too, oh, as 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 someone who has like lost dog, man, a, yeah, as someone who has lost a dog and, you know, has a dog now. I'm like, I can't. I can't do uh, We can talk about Louie all day long. <laughs> I can talk about him all day long now that I'm at peace with it. But yeah, he was my best friend in the whole wide world, man. And that was tough. But like I said, you had a dog or there's something in each chapter. But if yeah. you look, and what I want to tell you is, and this is kind of a happy thing, the chapter with the Ron McDonald house, I took a happy meal and I opened it up and I have a bunch of crayons spilling out of that, right? And crayons say Crayola. Every single crayon says Crayola on it, except the one crayon I wrote Melody for her. And I spun it. So if you look closer at the art, you'll see her name on one of the crayons. That's a little hidden Easter egg for people that I've never told anyone before. Melody was not a little girl. That was an angel. 
I got lucky enough to meet an angel because there's no way to describe what she, she was so against it, so fought it in the beginning. And the way we turned her around to have it end the way that it ended, I can only think that her mission down here was to meet me so that I would know not to give up. Because if it wasn't for that, for her saying it's not just a drawing, I knew that it meant something to people. And if she didn't point it out to me, a little tiny girl with one eye points this out to me. It was the step back up for me that led to me becoming an Imagineer and having this helmet right here. I wouldn't have that helmet if it wasn't for that little girl. So how can I tell the story without it? You know, I'm sorry that it's a sad story, you know, that little chapter. But there's something in that for people. That yeah. even, like, when you see, like, well, if there's a God, well, how could this person suffer or that little baby or this? Every single person that's born is born for a reason. There's no, I don't care if you're here for five minutes or 50 minutes or five days or five weeks or five months. Whatever time you're here, you serve the purpose. You don't always know it. You don't know who's watching, who's listening, who's paying attention, or whose life you're affecting. But that little kid that fights through cancer that you think, how could God do this? Just gave the strength to three nurses to go on and have careers that will save thousands of lives because they watch this little girl suffer, this little boy suffer. And that strength that that child chose to show the world through their battle, sometimes enough to propel people into lifetimes of service and great things for people. And all the people they touch are now touched by that little girl. So, yeah, she lived for 15 minutes. But in those 15 minutes, she just changed all these lives with her. Just 15 minutes of life. And I swear, if you could just start looking at things that way, you start to see that it is an abundant universe. And don't wake up and say, oh, I wish I had this or I wish I had that. Wake up and say, I'm thankful that I have this. And I'm grateful that I have that. And then watch what happens to you. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's a life of service and gratitude that leads to hard work and chasing your dreams. But if you do these things, I promise you, you're going to make it. Each of you, you're just babies. You two, you're just little tiny kids, man. You got your whole lives. You're not even 40 yet. So so we can't really, we shouldn't even be talking. I said, you should have notes from your parents and talk to me because I'm so old. In terms of giving back, you, you, you did that last year as well with your Walls of Love project. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, the Walls of Love was really cool. It, it got expensive because, you know, you can only ask so much from people. And there's a pandemic and nobody's everybody's scared. But we weren't. You know, I got people to fly from all over to come in and help me with that project. And, man, we did a magnificent job. As it turns out, though, six months into it, oh, a car smashes up over the thing, smashes uh, the wall. Yeah. Ties it up so in insurance. Bad. Insurance brings on money, makes people crazy. And at that point, I said, okay, well, I've given everything I can give to this because I didn't make a nickel on that job. In fact, it cost me a lot of money to keep feeding everybody and going every day and to drive. You know, it was a lot of money, but it was worth it because I got all that great content showing the world when the world needed to see it. And, what can happen when we all pull together? And people people can go onto your Instagram at Timmy Britt Studios and see all the wonderful work that, that you guys did. It was it was amazing watching yes. it come together. Uh, uh, for, for the months that you, you were working on that. We had little kids that were eight years old to like, there's one woman, Lucia, who is, I guess, 70-something, but on ladders, painting, drawing, sketching, loving each other. It was such a great experience for all the people involved. I'm sorry that I had to end the way it did with that car accident, but after the insurance and everybody got involved, it just became like this nightmare to deal with. So, but the point, and that's usually the way with insurance accidents. And oh my God, it was such a, it was, it was almost as if it was time to stop. So I, I put my brush down and said, okay, I'm, you know, here's the key. Thank you. And, and they didn't owe me anything and I didn't owe them anything. And what they couldn't finish, they painted over white. It's just paint, you know, it was at, the, was, 
at the same time, I'm assuming that ending that project gave you more time to finish up the book. So it's going back to like God works in mysterious ways. Like I had 50 illustrations due for that book. I know I can draw I've been doing my whole life and I'm pretty good at it. I'm not the best at it or anything, but I can draw. I know my way around a pencil. 50 of the drawings though is ridiculous. And she hits me with this, Catherine, when I say she, I mean, she's got this great book and I'm thinking that's enough. And she's got this great cover and I'm so happy. And she's got the quotes and it's perfect. She's like, now you got to make illustrations for every chapter. What are you talking about? Everybody who, everybody who looked at it says, he's going to illustrate it, right? He's going to illustrate it. I said, well, he doesn't really want to. Oh, he's got to illustrate it. We got to have pictures. We got to have pictures. So So if you're going to do something, then you roll up your sleeves and you do it right. I put 50 pictures in the book. Hey, but it didn't, didn't it turn out nice? It's yes, beautiful. You were right, and I was. I was wrong. right. Yeah. I, 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 I was back in the. Do we, do we do we have that recorded? Can you give me a clip of that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. But I was going to say the moral of the story is don't let Catherine out of the hole because she'll make you. Every time she does, right? Every single time, right? Now, are you guys having fun tonight? Absolutely. I'm having a blast. All right. Is there I'm anything that you guys want to talk about that 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 I talked over because I hate to do it? There's so much to say, but then I just run over people sometimes. Well, and I, I want you both to feel heard and feel. I, I I have one question that I want to sort sure. of get back to um, that I was trying to ask before, and then I'll let Josh get some questions in. We were talking before about the the art of animation and doing the drawings in in 30 seconds. How much do you think your work with NFL films and doing the animations live on air? What a great question, man. Those like so quick live. How do you yeah. think that that helped you when it came to, to the art of Disney? What a great question. I, I can't even believe I never even thought of that question. And I lived it. You know, that's a great question, man. <laughs> Seriously. So the answer is adrenaline and being scared to death. That's the answer. The answer is when you're terrified, you can do way more than you think you can. You don't think you can jump over the crevasse that's going to lead to your death until you have to. And guess what? You're going to jump it. <laughs> you're going to jump it. So it's like that kind of fear. Like, But it's not fear as much as it is being nervous and just being excited. So like you're hypervigilant when that happens because you're you have senses that you become Spider-Man because you like you can hear what other people are thinking while you're working. It's like it's really that intense. Yeah. So when you get to that level of it, yeah, tap into things you didn't even know you were capable of. That's the truth. That's where the magic is because you're like, whoa, this is really cool. Like, imagine skydiving. You never did it before. You're thinking, no, 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 and then you do it, and it changes everything. You're like, oh, I love skydiving. It's exactly like that. So. Somewhere, though, I knew I could do it, and I knew I had seven seconds, and I just felt like somebody was always just watching over me anyway. Like, you know, like I, I never really had grandparents ever growing up because my, my parents were the seventh child of seven kids, but they were the youngest, and then they met. So I had all these aunts and uncles, but my grandparents were long gone. But somehow they weren't. Like, somebody was looking out for me because it all worked, you know? It all worked, and it wasn't really that bad. Your brain is so powerful, both of you two. Like, if you just push it a little bit, feed it what it needs, and then challenge it, you'd be surprised what you can do. Your pain threshold's a lot stronger than you think it is. Not that I want you to go through that, but don't give up just because something sucks. It's when it sucks that it's worth it more later when you, when it comes through, really. I'm serious. Like, I can't tell you how many things start out in my life that were just a joke, like the, the flea market with the artwork that turned out to change my whole life. You know, walking in the wrong door one day, I happened to meet the guy that I was supposed to. But the plan was... Go there, be a mechanic, and in six or seven months, we'll introduce you. But he just, my buddy that got me the job just wanted to show me off to the other mechanics. And I had an engineering degree, so I was okay to do that. But 
I wanted to be an artist, but I didn't ever. And sure enough, I walk in and freezing cold, this pathetic little mess. And there's Steve Sable right there. And I showed you the ball earlier. Like it just turned out to be this great thing. And, you and, never know. You don't know how your path is going to be. And so you, when I walk in, I come back and say, look, that was your moment or that was your bridge and you missed it. So you got to go back. Like it's, it's easy to help people from the other side of it once you get there. But I didn't know any more than anybody else what was going to be. But I was present. I was there. I put in the effort. I did the work. And things worked out. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I know you're trying to say. No, and I was going to say, and like that led you to two years at NFL Films. You got to you got to see the the Vince Lombardi trophy, the NFC oh. trophy, the AFC championship. Yeah, that was a big thrill. I got to be honest with you. Other people might not really care. But for me, like there's kids that go to college playing football all through high school, all grown up. Then they get they're lucky enough to get selected in the NFL and they have a 10 year career and they don't get anywhere near the Super Bowl trophy. And I'm just a street rat from Philly that walked in and just walked in the wrong door, just about parked in the wrong spot, and here it is in my hands. So I'm thinking, the world is so unfair, like how some people get really lucky. Now, I didn't earn the Super Bowl trophy, but it looks really good in pictures. I got to tell you what, when you hold it, yeah, you, I felt like, wow, this life is going to be great if I can hold the Super Bowl trophy, you know. And I played football growing up, and I love it. I know how hard it is. Of course, I wasn't tall enough or fast enough or whatever enough, but other people are, and they still don't get to hold it. So that was cool. But the AFC and NFC trophies, too. You know, being a football fan, you know, that it's the whole AFL and the whole the whole NFC. Like, it's, you know, to have those trophies determines the Super Bowl. To have all three of them was amazing, and I have pictures of them, yeah. Me and my buddy Timbo, I'll never be able to thank him for that job. It was such a great experience, man. Josh, was yeah. there anything that you wanted to uh, want to ask? I just wanted to, like, I mean, I, I listened to, like, the podcast you did with Dave before, and then right. I just listened to the one that you just did recently with Capture the Magic, and that one was fantastic as well. Thank you, man. And Those people are so kind to me, too, by the way. It was so and, awesome. And I just Every podcast I've done, the people have been amazing. They've been well-prepared. They've all had great questions. They've been so charming. Like, I'm the, I'm the lucky one here, really. I just get to talk to, like, really cool people. But yeah, the and, truth and, is, the work you guys do. And then the editing. You're not even done. Now you have to go back and edit and listen to it over again and all. And I really appreciate that. And just a quick shout out to our friends over at Dudes Dish Disney as well. Who, who yeah, Carl and them guys and Ryan. Yeah. Oh, I love them guys. Like Carl, he's all about it, right? Yeah. So I walk in and I'm just, you know, I'm a clown show wrapped in like just a <laughs> joke, right? I am. But I can do that because I have other skills. So I don't really need to be, you know, super professional. And I'm sure it would help. And Catherine's probably going to kick me. But the truth is, Carl just accepted me for who I was. He gets along with me, makes fun of me, and he let me into his tribe. And now I have all these great friends because of Carl. Yeah, he's just been a super supportive guy. I love him with that. And this whole team, the dudes this Disney, they're great. That's awesome. Now, I just wanted to ask him, like, I haven't got to that chapter yet, but how was it working on the Frozen Forever After ride? Because I loved Maelstrom. It was one of my favorites. And I really didn't, I wasn't the biggest fan of Frozen, but I really wanted to go on this ride. And it quickly became my favorite ride at Epcot. Yeah. And I still love going on. I will go on that ride every time. It's one of my favorite rides. You know what, man? What happened? I'm so glad to hear you say that because it's always either way. People are like, oh, I missed the Maelstrom or all Frozen is great. But nobody loved them both like you. I've never heard anybody say, (laughs) I love this, but now I love that. Yeah. Disney doesn't play around when you when they have a project to do and you have a country like Norway counting on you. Remember, that pavilion yes. is run and supported by the country of Norway itself. 
So they have to come in and approve everything. It's not just what Disney thinks is great. You know, in these yeah. countries, they take real strict care of the cultural things. So when we're painting, the colors have to match. You know, everything has to be right. Yep. So to pull that off and change stories and keep the track was just amazing. Now, my part of it was bringing the outside of it to life while the other engineers were switching the track over. Mm-hmm. So they'd bring in animatronics and they'd hang, you know, they did put in all the props. It was really great. But then there's the sound system and the movies and the projections and the bubbles and every other thing that you see in that place. It's absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. yeah, it is, so, yeah. So, for, so, so is there a specific question you have? Because I don't want to miss it because. No, it's just I was, how, how was it like working on that? Because you again, you like you knew that it was going to be uh, uh, kind of controversial at first. Yeah. It was really sad at first. I mean, I don't know if you want to hear this, but. Maelstrom to me was like the reason to go to Epcot. I love the Maelstrom. I yeah. love being a little Viking. Like, you know, I just loved having that, you know, that kind of like cool thing. And to be a grown man now with my own son who's seen it and wrote it, I thought, this is ours now, you know. Nope, it's gone. <laughs> but I have a daughter who loved Frozen. So at the time, I, I was kind of torn, but it was horrible. I'm thinking, man, we could just build a whole nother thing. But no, with Norway, they really wanted this because it was a great pavilion. Yeah, but they just need to bring some awareness to it. Like the Maelstrom was great, but with all the things around it growing, it just became you know after twenty years something is you know it's it needs a refurbishment. So instead of refurbishing it back, refurbishing it back to the Maelstrom, Frozen had to happen somewhere cold, and Norway stepped up and they said make it you know let's do it here, and the whole thing happened. It was really a great story. So to pull it off, if you really like the Maelstrom, the ride hasn't really changed much. I can say that if you haven't ridden it yet. No, no, the system has not changed. Yeah, I, I there was one, one section. If you remember, if you can think back, the Maelstrom would come out and you could see the opening yeah. in the park. That is closed now. That's the only thing. You can't see the opening. Because outside, there was a waterfall that came down that the boat came right out of. And you thought you were going to crash. It was really scary. Yes. And then it changed tracks and went down the other way. Well, that's all there. But the only thing is they had to close that off because of the movie projection. They couldn't let it in the light. But that is about the only change in that. Did you ever see Frozen? I, I I've seen both of them now. Yes, right before that ride, I don't think I had. I was so I like, did I'm it. not about it. I couldn't get into it till I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. So I was at that point. So if, to answer your question, I think there was Maelstrom, 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 Maelstrom. There's nothing I can do about it. All right, I have to accept it. And I sat by myself and I put Frozen on and I hit play, and I didn't move till the movie was over. And I sat enthralled in it, actually captivated by it. I just thought it was so well done and so. Yes. Like, how do you not love Kristen Bell, too? Anything that she touches is gold, so. Love Kristen Bell. <laughs> yeah, everything she does is fantastic. And she's yeah. just, like, a real solid person, too, from what, you know, you see. So to see that kind of magic unfold and then see my little girl and realize, you know, sometimes you got to just shift, like, one story for another. Sometimes you just have to, you know. Because the Vikings are still in that story, in a way, you know. In a way, yep. And if you want real Vikings, you got to go over to DreamWorks anyway for how to train your dragon. That's where the Vikings are, man. You want to talk about it. But anyway, <laughs> the switch over was I had to see the movie Frozen and then I accepted it all. And it, it was a great lesson I learned. It's a great question, too, because I learned that I lost Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I lost 20,000 Leagues Beneath the Sea. Like, I was there for that stuff, man. Yeah. I grew up with that stuff and watching it go and then rebuilding over it. It's not, it's hard, you know? Yeah, yeah. For, for for me that ride specific uh, for for me that is Snow White's scary adventure. Yeah, that, be, that being gone from Magic Kingdom was like a little heartbreaking for me. I'm like, oh, I love that ride, even though it was a you know silly dark ride. But if they get rid of Winnie the Pooh, I'm gonna freak out, man. <laughs> or, or 
or Peter Pan. You know, I love those. So rides. Peter Pan is probably the ride I go on every time as well, because yeah. that is that is, again, another ride that my mom and I would go on every single oh. time together. That was our ride was Peter Pan. Oh, my God. I love it. And that and the Haunted Mansion, because yes. I got to tell you something on my birthday, I was there. As a five-year-old little boy, and I swear to you, those ghosts were real. All nine hundred ninety-nine of those ghosts were very real. So there's only one day a year, and it's not Halloween. It's my birthday. That when I go there, if you join me in the Haunted Mansion, I promise you, those ghosts are real. At least one day, we're uh, they're all real. Because I still go back to that same day when I was a little kid, and I still look at oh, yeah. the same exact eyes, you know. And I love hearing that saying stuff about your mom, man. So, Bell, it is. If you love Bell, I'll sketch you out a picture of Bell. Oh, I appreciate that. And I'll send it up to you. Give all your information to Catherine if she's not overwhelmed, because <laughs> we respect all of her time and everything she says. It, she's going to kill me when this it, is over. If you let her out of the hole, that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got to keep her happy, like to a point. But then, you know, she needs to know. Anyway, <laughs> Catherine, is there anything that you'd like to say? Catherine, is there anything that you'd like to say about the book? And I'm sorry, I missed that Ocho. What did you say? Oh, I said she needs to know that the worm is in charge. Yeah, this is Alan Yard now, and we're we get, we're gonna roll with uh-huh. the, we're gonna put our foot down with a firm hand. Okay. Uh, is there right. anything you'd like to say about the book, <laughs> Catherine? Is there, is there anything it you'd was, like to say about the book? Yeah, oh. it was just a real honor to write this. You know, when I met Timmy way back in 2007, my daughter and I went to his class like 10 times. And honestly, if I had known he was already a superstar, oh. I would not have written the letter, but I was afraid Disney might not know what they had. And so I wrote this letter and that's how I had the ability to reconnect with him. And when I, he started telling me some of his stories, I said, you have just got to write a book. And he said, well, I just need the right writer. You want to do it? I remember your letter. It was good. You want to want to do it for me? And I said, oh, I sure do. Yeah. And it's it's just been, it's been the wildest ride. He would dictate these stories. And I'd have him transcribed and I'd, you know, it was, I'd try to put him in order and try to make it flow. And you know, it was a lot of work, but it was just every now and then I just, I just go find him. and I say, thank you for letting me do this because yeah, there's just not, another, there's just not another story like this anywhere. And I would have never had another opportunity to write a book the, like this. I did get that. She did do that. Honestly, I pick on her all the time because she's just fun to pick on. But the truth is I'd be nowhere without her. And, she did come and thank me for letting to be a part of it all the time. The truth is, it is a great story. I had some really it cool is a great perspectives story. and some, some, some unique viewpoints of things that other people will never get to see. And so if I don't tell it, then that doesn't serve anyone. Because in the way, along the way, there's a chapter, like I keep saying, there's a chapter for everybody. When you find that chapter that's yours, it'll refer back to you in life. You'll say, you know what? I remember it is something I read in a book one day. It might be two words mm-hmm. that I say in that chapter, but it stays with your whole life. And that will go on after I'm gone. So that's the part about the book that I love is there's wisdom in it. You, you say that there's a chapter for everyone. Josh and I have given our favorite chapters. What's Timmy's favorite chapter in the book? Man, God talked to me. I hate to say it like this, but if you're going to ask me, I got to tell you the truth. I really needed to know that I was doing the right thing, man. This is just before I got fired from Walt Disney World, too. Like, I've never been fired from a job in my life. The company that I love, my triumphant return, I got fired. If you, you didn't get to there yet, you'll get to there. Not yet. Not yet. I don't want to ruin too much of it, but it's called In Plain English. And I, I just, just added that. <laughs> uh, it's my favorite chapter. I, whenever I need to get motivated, I go back to that chapter because I swear to you, that's exactly what happened. I asked God for something, and then it wasn't maybe eight less than eight hours later. It was I had it. So no matter what happened after that, I believed with all my heart that He had my back. I said, "Is it going to be yes or is it going to be no?" And in big red letters in the middle of downtown Disney, 
where nobody would find it up in the rafters was this big sign that I found just from walking around. I'm just looking at artwork and I led my eyes up and I saw one sign that said, is the artwork for sale? And I thought, yeah, I was just thinking the same thing, you know? And I realized, ah, oh, the managers, people ask them that all the time, so they have to put that up there. <laughs> and then the very next second, I'm thinking, well, then they'd have to put the answer. And I turned and there it was up in the rafters, a big white sign. The answer is yes. And I thought, this is just too weird. I just asked God for that exact sign, a yes or a no somewhere in my life. Because you see stuff everywhere. I'm telling you, Florida is filled with, you know, you're saturated your senses with the colors. And, you know, just even outside of, outside of Disney property, every store has got a gazelle or a zebra or an alligator outside of it. You know what I mean? It's, it's all fun and it's all stuff. Yeah. So I just wanted something simple. So when I got that, something inside me knew that I was going to, and then I went on to get fired later, but I didn't <laughs> give up because he said yes. And if I would have given up at any point, I wouldn't have the helmet that I have right now. But I have it because I just said, God said, yes, I'm supposed to be here. I know Walt is pulling for me here. And so against the odds, without my dog, without my kids, without anyone to really love me, I just threw myself into painting and focusing on what I could do along the way, helping, going around McDonald House and helping different people along the way. And somehow, some way, every day, if I needed to make a right, I did. And if I needed to make a left, I did. I didn't have a plan. I just kind of surrendered to it and then went for it. Whatever happened was going to happen. But I know that that sounds kind of haphazard. The truth is there's focus behind it. Like, you know you want to do something. And if you're patient with yourself, cut yourself some slack. You're just a human being. But if you just try and accept that you're going to fall down, you're going to hit walls. I got fired from Walt Disney World. They turned around and gave me a helmet that, you know, I'll have for the rest of my life now. And I can take it back anytime I want to them and say, hey, if there's a project, I'd like to be a part of it. And I have the helmet. I'm allowed to be a part of it. It says honorary right on the back of it. So that way I can always come back whenever I want, you know. It's real. It is a real honor, too, you know. But to be able to be high above Animal Kingdom looking at all the other parks, like I could see the ball, Spaceship Earth and Epcot, and the Magic Kingdom's castle, and the Tower of Terror in Hollywood Studios from on top of these mountains, and then behind that, it's all land, which means that when Walt Stark was flying around with a helicopter saying, yeah, I like this piece of land and that piece of land, he had no idea. He never saw it being built. And here I am standing on top of Pandora, looking past Everest at these things on a clear Florida day, thinking there's all that he's built. But look at all that future land and what can be built and the imaginations long after I'm gone, long after we're all gone, because they came in and they were inspired that the work that they saw today. And right like that, I dip my brush in my bucket and I get back to work. And it was really that commitment to dedication for the future of, of scenic art and, and life and building things for people that if you really believe it, nothing can stop you. What I did was easy because I believed. But if I didn't believe, I would have never be able to do it. So it really comes down to believing in it and then working real hard. That's the best honest advice I can give you. I know it sucks because I can't say, yeah, if you tap your feet together and say, you know, oogity boogity, that's all going to work out for you. I wish I could say that to you. We all wish that. We all wish we had Dorothy's magic. Yeah. But yeah, there's no place like home. But the truth is, she didn't appreciate home until she went through that journey, right? That's right. Yeah. Same thing. So if I said Oogity Boogity and you had your dreams come true, you wouldn't appreciate them anywhere near as, much, near as much. I have an amazing life now and everything I've ever wanted is working out for me. And so I just continue to give back and just so the circle keeps going. You just keep helping. Things come your way, then keep helping. Things come your way and keep helping. Because I don't want it all at once. I want to go through the – life is the messy bits. That is life. If you miss the messy bits, you've missed out on life. You can say life was great, but it's because of the messy bits and how you've come through them that, that life can be what it is. All right, Josh, anything else you want to ask me? 
I just want to not really ask you, but like, I just want to say the book is fantastic. Some of the stories that I've read are great. Those stories with Clay are amazing. And the stories with Maya was fantastic. And I can't. Can't wait to finish it and get through it all. So you're not even up to any of the Imagineering part yet. Or? No, I'm not. Oh, I've I'm stop talking getting then. there. I yeah, can't wait. yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, good. That's good. And and how about you, Ocho? Is there anything that you'd like to ask me or tell me or say? Not specifically about this book, but I do have. Uh, well, sure, anything. One final question, going back to something we had been discussing on the last episode, I had you on. Yeah. Uh, talking about how you were working on a. A coloring book for kids. I'm just wondering how that's coming along. Well, so I, I made up some characters. You saw them. I posted them on Instagram. And then the book took over. Like Catherine it was just so swamped with it. We had a lot to do with it. And then Halloween was over. So I thought I could work on other things. More portraiture work came in and stuff. So I have little pet projects. But if there's any of those ones that you like, contact Catherine. She'll send it up to you or at least send you a print to your nearest Walgreens. Do you have Walgreens there? No, not in Canada. No. Do your pharmacies have little photo areas where you get pictures picked up? They used to. I don't know if they do anymore. Walmart? <laughs> we'll, we'll, Walmart. Come up with, All right. we'll come up with something. Yeah. yeah. And that way oh, we can just ship it right to them. Oh, and I, I, we, I didn't get a chance to say we have a gift for your listeners. Awesome. Yeah, I need, need to tell you about that. If um, anybody who's listening to this podcast would like to get a copy of the book from Amazon, that's the only place you can get it right now, and you're too far away to have Timmy sign it for you, then if you will contact us through our website, uh, timmybritt.art, through our contact us page and just send us a little note saying we heard you on Fortune OTs, um, we will send you a free self-adhesive book plate to put in on the title page of your book. Yeah, you two, we got to send you some book plates. These two have books, but I didn't sign their books for them. Now I got to send them your signature. So I have <laughs> this have gold, them. but I mean, my friends here have my book. I didn't know they had it. They both showed me their books. <laughs> they don't have my signature in them. So we got to make That's sure right. we have their addresses, right? So I have this wonderful. Yeah. I have this wonderful golden marker and I'll write something really nice inside it in my signature. We, and we, we appreciate that. Thank you. Very yeah. much. Yes. So all Thank your you listeners have it. to do is contact us through our website and um, say that they heard us here and yeah. we will send you an autograph book plate so you can have an autograph copy of Extraordinary Everyday Magic. And I will sign it. I will. It'll be, it'll be me signing it. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and once again, that website is timmybrit.art. You can find mm-hmm. him on Instagram at timmybritstudios. You can find his Facebook page at Timmy Bricks, uh, Timmy Brit Studios on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Catherine, Timmy, we appreciate you guys coming on. Do either of you have any final things that you'd like to say before we wrap up this episode? Yeah, I do. Just, I want to be. I want to be on the show again. I want to be on this more with you guys. Be, you're going to yes. be regular on this show. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I definitely want to be here because, like, I there's so much I want to talk to you about this. Yeah, well, we're right? just barely scratching the surface yes. here. We only have like an hour to talk, and <laughs> you know, a lot of it was about the book. And I'm glad I need to do that. I need people to see the book and read the book. But there, the truth other, is, other we could talk about baseball for an hour. We could talk about dogs for an hour. We could talk about waffles and syrup. Talk about the book. What's? I'm sorry. One more time. Catherine would have gotten mean if we didn't talk about it. <laughs> oh, man. I know. Like, she was actually pretty good tonight. I might let her out of the hole for a little while. Uh-huh. She might get, we might get a cheeseburger or something into her tonight because she really did good. But, yeah, no, no. She 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 worked so hard on it. And then, you know, it's to see people write such great reviews and show such love. She's really she's, – she's overwhelmed by it a little bit, so it makes her a little nervous. But the truth is, yeah, it's been a great experience for both of us because I could have never done this. She, I didn't even do nope. the cover. This was all her. Oh, stop. It. She's like, nope. 
truth, he, he was he was a little mad at me because I when I showed him the cover and he was a little mad and I said why he said well I was going to design it but I don't think I can do better than this yeah no that's a fan. <laughs> she took Walt's head as a silhouette and, and if you look real close you can see his head and then the one firework is the one Mickey ear and yep. the other firework so she put a little hidden Mickey in it and uh, I think that's really clever well I love you guys I. Remember what I said, service and gratitude, okay? I'm telling you both right now as an older guy, and, right? I'm, I'm giving you the speech and, and, and watch. Have a dream you believe in with all your heart and do the work, yeah. work, do the work. It couldn't yes. be easier. I know you don't want to hear that, but there is no other way, and no one's going to do it for you. So if somebody yeah. just tells you, look, this is what you have to do, and you go ahead and do it, well, then that's. I think that I've done my service part of it because I know that's – I did it four times, man. If I did it once, I could see maybe I got lucky or twice, but three times, then four times? That's, that's there's a, that's the formula a works. Yeah. yeah. That that's a pattern. <laughs> yeah. Now you may not be as crazy as me or go over the top like me, but in your own way, grab what is supposed to be yours. Reach your destiny. Lift your fullest potential by believing and thinking positive thoughts. Negative things don't get you anywhere. They're there, you gotta deal with them. And if you read my book, you'll see that little girl Melody was tough, man. That little girl she was, was amazing. And, and the saddest part of it all for me was that that little girl was so cute. If you could have seen her so angry and then turn into like my best hero, like she's like my best friend, you know, that was tough. But I learned back from the Becky and Disney to just hold it together, you know. But that little girl taught me something that changed my whole life. That's the book should just be about her, really. And and I just want to give a quick shout out to my buddy Vi because he, he lost his, his daughter to cancer when oh. he was really young. So... And I know, I know he still to this day considers her his, his gift. So yeah. It's powerful. It's, it's got sad. Buddy Vi who, who's, who's gone through that and has bad. You can give me a picture of his daughter. I'd love to do a little portrait for him so he could look back in her eyes again from an artist's point of view. Cause when I do it, I meditate. Like I, I pray about the people that have passed on and I, I try to reach out and say, Hey, here's your chance. You know, you can't talk to the dead. Nobody can talk to them. They can say they can. Nobody can talk to them. But there is energy. And energy can be transformed in pictures or sounds or different things. And so when you open yourself up to it, I know it's going to sound a little deep for a lot of people, but when I sketch someone that's passed away, I offer them the chance to send me any love or energy that they want to. That's mm. simple. And you wouldn't believe what comes through. Pictures of things. Veronica, one of my friends, her father passed away when she was helping with the walls of love. And that didn't help us because we were really moving a nice clip. And when that helped, when that happened, it kind of just, I lost my, she was a great friend at the time and a big help in that project. So it was like losing your right hand on a project too, in such a sad, tragic way. But while she was on the airplane back home, I took out a piece of paper and I just started to think about her dad and sketch him. And as I'm sketching him, I swear, I kept thinking of like a turtle. Right. I kept seeing a turtle. Yeah. I think of a turtle. So I go and I tell her that I said, you know, while I did it, I got the strangest feeling like of a, of a turtle. She's like, Timmy, my dad has had a tortoise for 75 years. Like the tortoise is 75 years old. My dad had him, like got him when he was 25 and the tortoise is still alive. These things live forever. Yeah. But how do I know that? I know. Do you know anybody that has a turtle or a tortoise like that? Nope. Nope. He had it in his backyard his whole life. And I guess I was going to tell her and she would know that it was him getting through. Because how else would I know that? A, a tor Big tur tortoise he owns. Like, I thought you only had to have a zoo. Nope, he's got this whole setup for him. I didn't know that. I mean, she's a really good friend, but I didn't, you know, I don't pry about it. What does your dad do? I don't ask people yeah. that stuff. So that was really cool. And that's just one example of how when you just open up yourself. Because, look, we all have our senses. But there's more. Like, when your heart beats, there's an energy. There's a pulse. There's, there's radio waves we can't see and gamma rays and all kinds of. There's colors we can't see still with the human eyes that we have. So. 
if you know that and you believe it and you see the magnetic fields and you know like the the lights that happen when when the sun's rays come down the earth is protected by and we have aurora borealis because of it because of the magnetic waves because we have a, an iron core and when that spins around it's going to create the magnetism that we need well the reason i'm saying all this is because all those things matter so that you can have this thought or that dream or whatever and have little examples everywhere right in front of you that it's going to be okay. It's going to get better. You don't give up. There's abundance everywhere. Everything that we need is provided for us. It is an abundant earth. There's still so much room, so much water, so much land. I know we crowd around little cities, but it, the population is about 9 billion people now. And I really think this planet can hold 10 times that much easy. I really do. If we just learn how to work together. Mm-hmm. And so my little book and my little slice of it is just trying to tell people to do that. Yeah. Well, and, and with that being said, again, we want to we wanna thank you coming on the show again. You have a standing open invite to come on the show. Oh, that's yes. what I wanted to hear. Thank you. you. You guys are so cool. And I'm sorry if I got preachy and all that, but you guys are just so young. You're just babies. You're just rookie Jedis. You're just Padawan right now. Like you're you're in the process of becoming wizards. You're still you're not muggles. I will give you that. You're wizards, but you're just baby wizards. So give yourselves <laughs> give yourselves cut yourselves a little bit of slack. All right, and be patient right. with yourselves. But don't stay from your drive. Stay on your drive. But give yourself a little bit of slack. Like like be easy on yourselves because you did just live through a pandemic. Everything was shut down. Yeah. The whole world is turned upside down. You two with your little voices are going to change the world. You just need to not give up and keep on believing. And I'm telling you, you're going to get there. And I'm going to help you. Yeah, I like this show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we certainly appreciate that. Josh, yes. anything you want to say before we go? I just want to say thank you for you know being on I'm the show welcome. again. So thanks for having me, man. Yeah. You guys are real sweet. Get me, get her your address. I want to draw something for your mom, Bell. I want to do Bell for you. Thank you. And thank you so much, Ojo. Ojo, you came through. Hey, when I needed shirts, you guys sent me shirts, and I had my team wear them. And yes. I'm telling you, when I needed like just just enough love, you guys were right there and supporting me and talking about me. You you may have stolen one of Catherine's shirts, but that that's fine. I did steal her shirt. <laughs> yeah, all shirts belong to got, me. And he got paint all over it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I have that. I, I have to find that for next time. I have all the artists put paint on their hands and put their handprints all over it. Yeah. So I have your shirt with their handprints. Yeah, and a badge of honor. Water. Yeah. I think you may have a badge of honor. We were supposed to auction that stuff off. We could use these things to help people. So we'll brainstorm on that next time. But for right now, thank you so much, man. It's really great. Instant, I mean, extraordinary everyday magic. You know, go to Amazon and check it out. There's something there for everybody. Yeah. Thanks for me. Let me plug my book, guys. And thanks for having me. I always feel so welcome here and so magical, really. You guys are amazing. You're always welcome here. And yes, again, the book is available yeah. on Amazon, both in Thank the US so and Canada. If, if you can't find it on Amazon in, in your country, reach out, send, uh, go to the website, timmybrit.art, or reach out on Instagram at timmybritstudios. We'll yeah, we'd love to hear from you too, yeah. Hey, and you guys, so this is your first podcast back. When's the next one? Hopefully we'll record it next week. Yeah, I'm done. All right, cool. All right. And how do I find you if I want to listen to you? I'm well, in America. I'm, I'm in Texas. I'm glad you can. I'm glad you asked us, Timmy, because we are yeah. well, on most major podcasts and platforms, including but not limited to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, nice. Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and our main source of upload is Podbean, Ocho and Ortiz, DisneyPod.podbean.com. And nice, you can find nice. find He's very good at that. 
And you can find us on Twitter at Ocho Ortiz Disney or on Instagram at Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod. You can also find us on Instagram, Ocho and Ortiz Disney Podcast. So that's where everybody can find us. Check us out, but definitely be sure you check out Timmy. Pick up. Yeah, well, you guys were delightful. You were prepared. You asked the greatest questions. They were really good questions. They were insightful. Like you thought about them before you asked them. That you know, I noticed that. Thank you. I get a lot of the regular questions, and that's okay too. But when somebody thinks about a question that they want to present to you, you know it. You know, you know that the person did the research. You guys are very well researched and just a charming. Like, look at them, Catherine. Look how adorable they are too. Right? <laughs> you guys are adorable. So, it's the- thank you so much for having me, man. Yeah. And thanks yeah, well, for letting you- me sit in too. You're welcome, Catherine. Yeah, now, thank back you for in the coming, hole. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm just, please. I would be nowhere without Catherine. This is, Catherine, her name's right on here with Catherine Bell. Yeah. She, she Catherine, you're, you're, you have an open invite to come on the show whenever Timmy lets you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so I love you guys. We love you. I love you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. Yeah. Thank, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. For, so that is going to wrap things up for part two of the Timmy Britt interview. We really hope that you guys enjoyed listening to this interview. If you haven't already done so, please check out the very first interview that we did with Timmy Britt from last year. It's episode 16. And we want to once again, thank Timmy as well as Catherine for coming on the show. As I said during the interview, Timmy Britt has an open invite to come back anytime he wants. If you haven't already done so, please pick up Timmy's book, Extraordinary Everyday Magic. It's available on Amazon in both Canada and the U.S., $24.99 in the U.S., $39.99 in Canada. If it's not available on Amazon in your region and you can't find it, please go to timmybrit.art, shoot off an email, and Timmy and Catherine will gladly help you get a copy of the book. They will find a way to get a copy for you. But please do check it out. And again, go to timmybrit.art anyways and send them an email. Tell them that you listen to our show and get an autographed sleeve from Timmy Britt that you can put on the book. You can follow Timmy Britt on Instagram at Timmy Britt Studios or just look for Timmy Britt Studios on Facebook. And you can follow us on most social medias. We are on Twitter at Ocho Ortiz Disney. And we are on Instagram and TikTok at Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod. And you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod. As I said in part one, we will also be putting up a special 20 minutes worth of bonus material with Timmy on our Patreon page for absolutely free. If you want to become our patron and help support us financially, we would appreciate that. But we are going to put up 20 minutes worth of bonus material with Timmy for free on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod. And again, guys, you can check us out on most major podcasts and platforms. We're available on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and of course, Podbean, Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod dot Podbean dot com. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search for Ocho and Ortiz Disney Podcast or Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod. And as always, everybody, whether you're listening or watching this in the morning, the afternoon, the evening, whatever time of day it is, where you are, when you're listening or watching, we thank you for listening or watching. We appreciate you listening or watching. 
And we'll talk to you all again very, very soon. Bye-bye. 